this is the Pie Boy Podcast. Yo, what's up? It's KC, aka Sparky, aka the Curious Seeker Crab walking through the ether. Yeah, I got the Curious Seeker name from doing the Wu Tang name generator online. Just like Childless Gambino got his name and a few other people, which is cool. I think that's cool. They just run with it. Um, but that's not what this podcast is about. Uh, it's called the Rooster Blues. Um, it's got a couple of themes of forgiveness and redemption, redeeming an adjective. Um, I was thinking about an old teammate from Siskiyou's. Um, unfortunately, like, like it's hard to tell this story. Um, um, it has an ending at like it's hard to talk about but I kind of feel like it needs to and it just shot into my heart into my brain from wherever it needed to come from wherever I was tuning into as I was listening to some music and I was listening to The Rooster by Allison Chains Chains Allison Chains damn if you don't know who Allison Chains is like you better just check it out but also get ready for an emotional roller coaster sometimes and just like rock and hard rock just with an edge but just brought back this story about this teammate I had and I also was thinking about have mercy on my soul or just have sorry I always say that have mercy on me by the black keys it's the cover um song of theirs and also pawn shop by sublime but mostly the rooster and that's why this is called rooster blues because i'm just thinking about this this idea of like two roosters fighting and like obviously one is gonna die if you know anything about rooster fighting and it's just like it's fucked up but it's also like nature and that's fucked up too if you want to think about it that way and <clears throat> anyway so like i have this idea in my head and i'm thinking about this teammate that i had and it starts off with it's so random but we have this friend in common a girlfriend in common and it's not like i was totally dating her and i don't know if he was totally dating her either but i just know she was like she must have been hanging out with him having some kind of relationship um but i just got to know her from same social group same social gatherings parties and get-togethers football fans and like people that support the football team and partied with the football team and just had fun and also classes because it was a small class or campus college of the skew so i'd see her sometimes after class and stuff and that's how i just started talking to her like hey i remember you hey met you last week or whatever so we became friends through that and pretty close so after weeks and months of hanging out <clears throat> and yeah so i knew she was kind of dating this guy and back to her and this guy later 
and just focus on him and our football team. So he's on my football team. And this dude, the first few weeks, like definitely during like the summer before school started and before the season really started, like he was going to be one of our best insides, like slot receivers and like slot receivers are big right now in college football and the NFL, especially ones that are like, can do it all and kind of like a running back, but also can go along and stretch the field and hard to bring down in the open field kind of stuff. And this guy was that. like, he was fucking hard to bring down and he was tough. He, he could juke you, but like he tried to run you over. He was fucking mean and angry. And I remember having to do like two on two drills. So it was like, a linebacker and a DB versus two receivers or a running back and a receiver. And this dude made you pay. And like most guys I'd tackle and like we would like go down just our momentum. This fucking dude, like if I didn't go as hard as I fucking could, I was going to get ran over. And we mostly just met like two rams coming together and just like stopped. I just couldn't believe it. He felt like a force of fucking nature. But he was a fucking asshole. And not a very good teammate. And this is my second year. And like a teammate and the team and do your job. And like <clears throat> there's all these messages of just like trying to be not an individual and doing it for the collective good and all these things. And he wasn't that. He wanted to fucking prove something. He had a chip on his shoulder. I didn't really know him that well. And honestly, embarrassingly enough, I don't remember his name at all. And I don't have any of my game stuff. Um, I don't have any of my pictures or rosters or any of the stuff because, like, there's this whole miscommunication with my coach and I never got it. He said he sent it, but he didn't. And just a really sad story. So, like,. I don't know, it's not, they took off all the archive stuff on the website, and it's just sad, like, I don't know this guy's name, <clears throat> anything, anyway, so, like, this, I was feeling pretty good about our offense, and he was making our defense better, and all this stuff, but he was kind of a fucking punk, and get to the first game week, and this dude fucks up, he missed walkthroughs, was late for that, and like was on the shit list because of that okay you're not gonna start and he was just being a motherfuck because of that he had like such a bad attitude but then morning of the game we're supposed to wake up and like do a little walkthrough it's just kind of this thing that we do and fucking is late but then decides to argue and just fucking make an ass of himself and the coach is an asshole too so like i didn't help agro i think is the term so he gets demoted down to scout team. So he's running the scout offense of whatever team we're going to play against my starting defense. And I'm one of the co-captains, I'm the captain, but I'm a co-captain. And I have to echo the messages of the coaches and like also have my own kind of leadership and thing going on. <clears throat> That's just part of the deal that I've taken on because I'm going to be a starter. And this dude, this first practice after this, our first padded practice, like a Tuesday or Wednesday of that following week, is just fucking 
on one. He's trying to hurt people. He's just being an asshole um, and like going after the whistle. And like the coach has already said something to him. And like we're all getting mad. And then eventually he like almost hurts me. And I've been cheap shotted many times. But in college, when everybody's getting really big, like just bigger and much stronger than high school, like you can get hurt in the stupidest ways. especially in practice and somebody going after the whistle. Like I'm talking like I was average 5'10", 5'11", 185, 190, pretty cut. This dude, I looked like a Spider-Man, like Spider-Man fucking starter kit compared to Iron Man over here. Like this dude was fucking jacked. And we're about the same size, but he just looked way more jacked. I mean, he was a better athlete, but, you know, like, toughness, smarts, like, knowing how to beat people to the spot, quickness. Like, I had certain traits that helped me get along, even though I was average. And he tried that fucking shit with me, and I fucking lost my mind. I fucking grabbed him. Like, we, there's a big pile after the whistle like he like ran me over and i fucking took him down by his face mask and i slammed his head against the ground and fucking just lost it and was just like dude like do you not fucking listen like just went off i just snapped i had talked to him before that and he was fucking pointing at me and putting his fucking hand in my chest and the coaches separated us and i was like all right dude if you're not going to respect me being kind firm but kind like fuck you and that was like the next play is when everything hit the fan anyway get broken up he gets thrown out of practice and like eventually like yeah just out of practice and he leaves he's escorted out I still have to finish, but my emotions are just, like, running. I'm running on fucking red alert. <clears throat> so I go to the locker room after practice. I'm sitting there in my gear still, like, my pants and my cleats. haven't even unleashed them. I'm just standing there. And this dude comes over ready to fucking go. He looked like Conor McGregor and this new fucking ad for this new movie roadhouse just ready to rock and like cheap shot somebody and he was just all jack from practice and he kept calling me the n-word and he was fucking heated and i knew if i got heated it was just gonna get really bad and i didn't want to fight and i really wanted to play Like, I'd worked so hard for that, but I was also scared because I was in my fucking cleats on, like, a, like, locker room floor. I could have, like, slipped and fucking hit my head or some bullshit. So, like, everybody's starting to gather around, and I'm just like, fuck, here we go. And he's fucking saying shit, and they're like, Swain, what the fuck are you gonna do? And, like, some of the guys are with me, and some of the guys are with him, and it's fucking scary. It's hard to explain. I kind of like went black at some point. And right before it started to get too crazy, he started to put his finger in my fucking chest again. And I was just like, dude, and this is when he snapped. <clears throat> I just remember my one teammate losing his mind, Jamal, when I said this. He just kept saying shit to me. 
And I was like, you know what, man? Just shut the fuck up and deal with it. I'm a starter and you ain't shit. Like, I fucking snapped. And that's what I said. And he fucking snapped too. And he, like, came at me. And he's, like, pointing at me. And I knew he was going to swing. But then I felt these Hulk arms and hands wrap around my body. And they picked me up. Literally picked up my whole body. And they, like, a wall of other big Hulk people came. And they pushed us apart pulled me out and they like took us outside and this guy like kept following us but they were like pushing him and other teammates were like no man it's not worth it and i was on the shoulder of my friend um my polynesian friends and specifically um my friend willie big willie big william falika stinky um i swear to god that's his name um, um, big will. And he was like, no, Casey, you're not fighting. You're not fighting Casey. Not today, Casey. Um, I just remember him being like so worried and him and a couple like other, like William and a couple of other, his other buddies came like, like his brothers came with us all the way to my apartment, like walked us back to the apartment and they stayed with me for like over an hour. And like, we went to dinner together and all this shit. Cause they were like, so worried about me. They didn't want anything bad to happen to me. Cause I knew that guy was fucking pissed and also just like wrong. Like he was just heated. So anyway, he quits. And I was just like, thank fucking God. Like, can't deal with this kind of shit anymore and like it kind of helped like some other guys that were kind of with him quit too and it, it just helped our team like cut the fat but it was a really fucked up experience like i'm not like happy about that anyway back to the girl and months like the end of the season now so this thing with the team had happened towards the beginning like game two week two and now it's like the end it's like november almost december like winter break it's almost thanksgiving break and by that time we've been disqualified from any extra games or anything because we didn't we were like 500 that year so i remember we had this like last party and i'm not gonna get into that it's a whole different story and chapter of this like book that i'll get into but the gist is like we had this good time and whatever and that girl was there but she was acting fucking weird and like the, like we went back to our other friend's house like the after after party with like the smaller group of our like friends and she's part of that and she was acting fucking weird and like went to bed while everybody was still hanging out and i was just like what the hell I remember having peanut butter uh, waffles and puking and rallying and going to bed and being like, man, like, is everything okay? Like, this is weird. And the next morning she asked me to take her home, like, early, like, woke me up, like, oh, my God, my head's fucking thumping. Drink some fucking Gatorade or whatever shit they had there and drove her home. And, like, before she gets out, she lays it on me. And she's like, I can't remember the guy's name. And it just like breaks my heart. Um, remember so-and-so, the guy you didn't really get along with on the team. And I was like, 
yeah, like, what? And, yeah, like, we're kind of dating and blah, blah, blah. And she just, like, started trailing off. And I'm like, what? Like, just tell me, like, what's going on? And she's like, he died. And I was like, what? Well, he had gone home and was involved in a drive-by shooting and he died of gang violence. And I just remember like we hugged and she cried and like, I don't know if she realized that I did, but like I fucking cried and was just like, oh my, I don't think she realized like the extent of like what had happened between us and all this stuff. And honestly, I've never told anybody this story except for my brother, like I told him, I think, maybe twice because he had like bringing up brought it up and he's like what the fuck happened with your teammate before yeah and it was weird and i just like it just came up again not because of the music per se but like i had been thinking about it because of this chapter in the book but also i was meditating and it just like this like big wave of like sadness and grief kind of hit me and i was thinking i like saw him and i was like oh my god like it's so fucked up. Like, nobody deserves that. And I just want to, like, tell him sorry. And, like, I've always thought of him. And, like, I don't even remember his name, you know? And I just, like, ah. Like, we ended on, like, a fucked up note. So, like, why would I? Kind of a thing. Like, but I don't know. I just, I felt like when I was meditating, I realized I needed to, like, just ask for forgiveness on that or just to, like have mercy on me. And that's where like the song would black key song comes from. And yeah, that's where like the redemption and the forgiveness theme comes. Cause I was just like, damn, like I, I'm sorry. Like I would tell if I could say anything of like, dude, I'm sorry. That's what I'd want to say. And just like hug it out or something. And just honor that, you know? Um, yeah, it's just like a fucked up way to die. And like my dad had kind of gone through the same thing with a teammate, but not like somebody got in a fight with somebody he really cared about. Was, like a dude that slept on our couch and he got shot in the back in like a gang shooting situation and it just like crushed him and their friends and stuff and like i was a little kid and it crushed me because i like i saw them and i didn't understand but i and then they told like eventually i got older and i was like damn like i understand the impact of that a lot more so yeah it's weird that it's happened like twice in my like generation but it's like a lesson i think and that's why i felt like i had to tell that story Boom. That was going to be like five minutes turned into a lot longer. So that being said, it's okay to say sorry. It's okay to be wrong. It's not okay to fucking fight. I wish I could tell my students the story um, in a shorter way, in a better way. We're always talking about gun stuff and being thinking they're hard and all this stuff, but my message is just not worth it. It's not worth it. Look at me. Like, it's not that was, I'd even, that guy was like a teammate that, like, 
I wasn't even close with him. Like it, like how much it affected me. Still thinking about it, and that was like two thousand eight that that happened. Two thousand nine. So. Till next time, happy hunting. Nothing but love. Nothing but love. It's okay to be kind. Peace.